0: The kind of person that changes the world has the kind of convictions that never change.
1: Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Welcome to our One Cry Podcast. I'm Bill Eliff, as Kyle Reno. And one more week. Here we, here we are, clowning <laughs> <laughs> La <Rope. laughs> away, and we love this. It's just yeah. so fun for us to come yeah. and talk about how do we uh, cry out together for God to send revival and awakening across our nation. Yeah. And we're looking in this little series about can one man, can one woman, can one student yeah. uh, bring about that kind of change that would lead to a movement that would happen. Yeah. And today we're going to see. W- the story of a man that did that and it kind of came out of the conviction of his life you got to have convictions you have to right yeah you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything i've heard that before yeah somebody (laughs) said that (laughs) it's
0: not theological
1: but it's true (laughs) sometimes there are bad convictions though i i I was thinking about uh my daughter uh who will go unnamed (laughs) but all her life was the one who would put her foot down and you know, her jaw You're was right, set. Yeah. yeah. Well, she had uh, had a daughter that was just like her mm. and it was just hysterical. <laughs> I loved it. And and her name her name was Truth. Yeah. My daughter had named her daughter Truth <laughs> to yeah. have convictions. Yeah, you got it. And one day uh, she was in the house. She's about two years old. And uh and I was the only one there, and I needed to change your diaper, really yeah. needed to change it. Yeah. And I, she was had a little stroller, you know. And I said, Truth, I said, uh, lay down that stroller and uh, so that Granada can change your diaper. Uh, she said, No. And I said, Truth, lay down that stroller. And she said, Two years old, yeah. I will never let go. <laughs> But she did. She did. <laughs> yeah, we came to an agreement. <laughs> we came to a while. But boy, you talk about convictions. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we got them right. Yeah. Every everybody, you ha- you have convictions if you express it that way or right. not. And uh, and we do. We see that in our faith, and we see it in our country mm-hmm. right now. You know, some of the reasons why we're where we are are convictions, uh, good, bad, and indifferent. Right. You know that people have come to believe certain things. And in light of that belief, we live. And that's, that's just fact right? that we, we are not, you can be, you know, all over the map uh, convictionally. Uh, and those convictions can change over time, or you can have some bedrock ones, bedrock. And so I want to talk about Daniel for a moment, a, a dude that God used to change the world. And uh, and he had some convictions. If you know, just sort of give you context of of Daniel's story. Uh, Daniel's usefulness didn't come in good times. You know, his usefulness for the kingdom of God and the glory of God came in really hard times. Uh, he he was in an ever changing world, uh, and his world was radically changed. You know, all the backstory uh, captivity was a part of that. Uh, but but even in his captivity, and uh, God gave him uh, great favor. And I, I just I like saying it this way. Daniel's different. I mean just Dan, there's just something about if you study the life of Daniel, there's just something different about this guy and, and, and there was some of that was that God put his hand on Daniel in such a way that he, it was unmistakable that even King Darius looked at him and was like, "No, you know what I need that guy to lead something. I, I need that guy to be in a place in a position of power and influence because he has help." He has help, and what we know is, well, that was the Lord. I mean, God's hand was upon Daniel's life in such a way that it drove everybody else crazy. When you look at Daniel's life and his manner of life, they couldn't find anything. I mean, they literally couldn't find anything in his life that that would discredit his leadership, which is a pretty big statement. I mean, if you go around in the closets of your life, we might find something, right? You, you look into the life of a leader, but Daniel lived above reproach, as he should. And so they couldn't find anything, accusation. So to find something of accusation in his life, they had to look at his convictions. They had to go like, what's something convictional about his living? What's something that we don't think you would ever change? And so they found something, and they found it pertaining to his communion, like his communion with God like the way that he prayed and met with God. And so they came up with this plan. You remember, if you've heard, it. I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version here. They came up with a plan. Let's go to King Darius and say, if anybody prays to anyone other than you, then we're going to throw that person in the lines then. Well, well, Darius on the ego trip says, that's a, that's a great idea. Well, why not? I want people to look to me instead of look to anybody else. And so they put a law out there that if anyone prays to anyone else other than our king, then we're going to throw that person in a lion's den. So we find Daniel there in that moment. And here's what I want to say first before I read the scripture. That long before a, a, a king has an ego trip, evil men make up a sinful law, edict, or lions were placed in a lion's den. Way before all that, Daniel had already solidified his convictions. So before the time to either rise to the moment or to, or to come down came, Daniel had already made up his mind, already made up his mind. Hence why it can say in verse 10, chapter 6, when Daniel knew that the document had been signed, <laughs> like when Daniel knew, okay, the word got around that, hey, they're, they're putting this into play. This law is going to be passed. This edict's coming towards us. said he went, when he heard it had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God. I love this. Now, listen to these words. As he had done previously. As he had done previously. So here's Daniel. And this is, you want to be a person that can change the world. You want God to use you. You got to have these kind of convictions you got to have these, I will not be moved off of this truth. When when Daniel hears that this law has been passed and lines have been placed in a den, what does he do? He does what he's always done. He, does, he doesn't change for culture. He moves toward his king, his real king. And he goes to, which I love is he don't even hide it. He doesn't even hide it. He goes to the place that he could be most easily viewed and he prays. He prays three times a day. He 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 not only does it once, he doesn't try to slip in a prayer time. He prays consistently as he always had been praying and spends time with the Lord. So so all that to say, just for a moment here to lean in, uh, The the kind of person that changes the world has the kind of convictions that never change. The kind of person that changes the world has the kind of convictions that never change. They don't change with new Officials or governments or edicts, that they, their convictions are set on ancient truth. That for us, that's the scripture. For us, that's the proven ways of God. For us, that's a, the, the ways of the kingdom in light of whatever may come. And yeah, I just, let's talk for a minute. Boy, we're living in an age where your convictions better be set before you find yourself in a situation. We're living in a moment where the line is, they're, they're trying to move, and I mean the world, the flesh, the devil. That the line is trying to be moved, so, like well, "Let's come down on that a little bit. Let's think differently about that. Let, let's, let's. Well, you know what? That that was way it once was not way that it is now. And for God's people, and I don't mean like to be bullish or or, or we got to be uh, ugly about it, but for us, we have to have convictions if we want to see this world change. To say, well, you can say that, but this is what God said you 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 can try to teach that but i'm telling you this is truth you you can try to propagate that but no here this is the principles of the kingdom of god and i will not come down and i'm telling you for the sake of future generations for the sake of 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 what our children our children for the sake of the church it's time for the church to have convictions that cannot be changed it's time to be men and women that say no we know We know what it means to meet with God. We know what it means to follow God. We know what the kingdom of God looks like. And when other things come our way, we go, well, I mean, it might cost me. It might cost me, but I'm willing to hold the line. Now, we know the miracle. We know the miracle that happens. He gets thrown into the lion's den. Darius ends up feeling bad about it because he got deceived. And he, he sort of sees the handwriting on the wall here of what's happened. Uh, and he feels bad about it. And ultimately, Darius ends up declaring Daniel's God as the one true God. You talk about change the world. like That's an awesome moment. Now, what I'm not going to tell you is that that's the way it always works, because we're going to look at another man in future days that changed the world and Stephen and he died. He died. The question is not outcome for us. The question is, will, will we live the conviction? Will we live out the conviction no matter the result? no matter the result. And this is a truth for today. Right now, Billy, we see this moment for us. I
1: tell you, and boy, there's so much I'm thinking about as you're, as you're uh, teaching us this, uh, the, the, the world is dying for this because we live in a, a, a world of relativity and no absolute truth. and, and that never works. it just never works yeah. uh, always uh God's word stands. Mm-hmm. it's settled in heaven forever. People are gonna try to uh break God's word, but they will be broken on god's word ultimately uh but but we need people and and we're drawn to people like this mm-hmm. we're're we're, even secular people are drawn to a convictional man, yeah. you know a uh Peter and John who say, you know, whether it's right in the sight of God or man, we don't know. We can't help but speak what we've seen and heard. Or, or Martin Luther, who yeah. the whole religious world said to him, recant. And he said, here I stand. I can do no other. Mm-hmm. And and here we are, you know, uh, a thousand years later, and we remember that man. Yep. We don't remember the other guys. <laughs> we remember that man. Yeah. And I, I just, uh, man, what a, what a word that those things were resolved beforehand yeah. in Daniel's. You can't resolve them in the moment usually, yeah. but they were resolved through a life, a convictional life yeah.
0: beforehand
1: that, that made him ready yeah. to be used of God in the
0: moment. How interesting, too. I thought about this. I mean, so you're talking about a conviction and convictional beliefs. Well, where did it get back to he got back to his prayer life. Yeah. Isn't it an amazing thought? Yeah. Like, it, 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 it got to the point. So, I mean, and it just reminds me that prayer has a part in every aspect of our faith. Right. Prayer right. has a part in what we'll believe. Mm-hmm. You know, prayer has a part in how we'll live, yeah. you know, and and that prayer, prayer plays into our convictions. Because, I yeah. mean, you got to know in that moment, he's before God going, hey, I'm here and I'm yeah. here again. And this might not play out well, right. you know, but I'm choosing you yeah. for this.
1: And boy, if we ever needed an army of, of intercessors yes. who I don't care if the government says we can't pray here. Yeah. Well, no, nobody can stop you praying. Yeah. Now, you may be praying out loud or praying whatever. Right. But, you know, you say, well, we're not going to pray in the schools. Well, you can pray in the school. Right. Sure. And 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 you can be found praying yeah. anywhere at any time. Right. But will you do it? Whether the the world yeah. tells you not to, and will you do it just because God has led you to do it, and right. you're going to do it regardless,
0: yeah, and commanded it,
1: yeah. And will we do it right now? Yeah, so let's right. let's pray this in right now that God would make us men and women hmm. of of determined convictions and really convictions to pray. Yeah, Father, I thank you for this, Lord. What a man. Uh, This man named Daniel, we look forward to meeting him one day. And uh, Father, I thank you that his life here thousands of years later still moves us, still changes the world, changes our world. And Lord, we want to be used of you like that, not so that our name is written in some book, but that it's recorded in your book and and your history as men and women who would not bow to pressure because we determined in our heart to follow you unapologetically so lord make us uh, those kind of people and lord i pray just in this matter of prayer mm. that we would be men and women that time doesn't affect uh whether or not we're praying or our schedule or our business or the load at work that we are men and women who Consistently throughout the day, like Daniel, are
0: praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord, and show us where uh, that that convictional line in our own hearts right now is lagging, where 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 we're not ready. That's right. I mean, I I, I just, what well, I'm sure there's places in my beliefs that I'm not ready to stand, mm-hmm. and I, I ask that you would shore up those places in mm-hmm. us and your sons and daughters that we will be, and when it comes, when the chances. Come to come down or to stand up, that mm-hmm. we would stand by the power of the Spirit for truth. Right. And uh, and Lord, that it would be directly tied to our communion with you. God, mm-hmm. it's just so interesting. Lord, I I pray that when uh the world or the devil would come to try to find accusations against us, they'd have to they'd have to come looking at our intimacy with God. Yeah. They'd have to come saying, Well, we're gonna have to get them on what they believe about being with God, meeting with God, all those things, that you would be so real to us that that would be the place that have to attack us. So, Lord, we love you. We trust you. God, raise up that kind of generation. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Kyle, can I give us one little exercise yeah. I, I thought of as we were praying? Because I was just talking with a guy about this. He, he we, We've got eight grown children. Right. They're all walking with the Lord and by the grace of God. And he said, how'd that happen? And he asked me to write some things down so he could share them with some people he was discipling. And uh, one of the things I wrote down is early in our marriage, Holly and I got away for a weekend and we wrote down our family manifesto. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: And we just thought, okay, what are, what are the non-negotiables that we want to have in our family? It was 25 things. Mm-hmm. And we framed it. Holly kind of calligraphy wrote it, you know. And uh and we we had that in our home. And I look back on that, I found it again the other day and was mm-hmm. looking through it and I thought, you know what? That's the way we mm-hmm. lived. And uh I would challenge uh, our listeners yeah. to do that. What's your manifesto for your life? Right. You say, well, it's the Bible. Well, I get that. But <laughs> yeah, sure. but what are the non negotiable you know 10 20 50 convictions mm-hmm. of your life yeah and uh that you need to establish in your life you need to establish in your family okay. you need to establish in how you raise your children you need to establish in your finances how we're going to handle our finance good great exercise yep. because things become real clear when you write them down yeah. so just a challenge well thanks for joining us today uh i hope this has been a help to you i hope It will lead you to become a man like Daniel who is determined in his convictions beforehand so that he's ready when the day comes to be a great witness for God and to start a movement for God. Mm. Uh, We hope you join us next time as we continue to seek the Lord for a movement of God in our nation.